mean, it's good always to have challenge, especially when you live in London, like um, 10, 11 million people and a bunch of national city and the multicultural cities. There is new things every day. They are love food. They love music. They love art. Since I'm here in London, I have Wi-Fi. I have an internet. So I have my laptop. So I have my knowledge. So I have an idea. Why not? You're listening to Made Here, a podcast about what it means to be an underserved entrepreneur in America and what it takes to turn a small business idea into reality. I'm your host, Stacey Klein, GoDaddy's head of corporate social responsibility. that often comes to mind when I meet entrepreneurs or people who've created something that they strongly believe in is resilience. Today's guest, Suleiman Ottoman, who grew up in northeastern Syria, is someone who exemplifies just that. Today's episode is a little different as Suleiman is based in the UK. Suleiman is a journalist and a broadcaster with more than 17 years of experience in the industry, particularly in the Middle East. He is the founder of Caraval Magazine, an independent art, heritage, and culture digital magazine. This online magazine is designed to be a window that explores the richness of Middle Eastern and North African creativity. In this episode, we talked to Suleiman about the different cultures he was exposed to and how he fought his way out of a system that didn't foster entrepreneurship and how he's now able to fulfill his mission of giving a platform for other artists and storytellers just like himself. Thank you again for joining. You know, I'm really excited to dive into your story. Yeah, thank you for for having me. Yes. All right. Well, that said, let's go ahead and jump on in. I like to start with what I think is one of the hardest questions, which is, in one word, tell me what entrepreneurship means to you. Probably it will be like, um, every business has like stories. So um, it's my aim to like helping others. Yeah. Helping others. I like it. Okay. So talk to me about, you know, where did you grow up and what was it like growing up there? Yeah, um, I'm originally from Syria, northeast Syria, which is a Kurdish area. I'm a Kurds from Syria. I grew up in a small town. I studied there, primary school and and then secondary school. Um, in university, I moved to Damascus. I spent like 12 years in Damascus after graduation from a media department in the University of Damascus. Um, I worked there as a freelancer with few magazines and newspapers. And in 2009, I decided to move to UK to study English and to study master in journalism and media. So it happened and then I'm quite lucky. I could manage to move to UK. So um, since 2009, I'm um, based in UK. So I'm now in, um, I study master degree here in digital media management, digital media in uh, University of London, so, I mean, growing up in Syria yeah. and then moving to London, I imagine that's two starkly different cultures. Yeah. Could you talk to me a little bit about the difference in those cultures and what that experience was like moving to the UK? Yeah, the experience in West Country, in, in Europe, 
Uh, we're talking about the uh, different culture, different uh, system, different regime, different uh, mentality, different uh, background. So um, here in London, there is more open, multicultural, more professional people, more opportunities. So you can talk freely. You can express yourself. There is opportunity to grow up. There's opportunity to talk to people. There's opportunity to, to run your business, to study. So um, there is more opportunity. But when we talk about like Syria as a country in the Middle East, so there is less opportunity for people. And obviously there is no uh, freedom of expression. There is no uh, platform to express yourself. So definitely the, uh, here in, in London, there is more opportunity that open country, open-minded people. In Syria and Damascus, there is much less opportunity and there is always restrictions. You can't prove yourself because there is uh, always regime that will stop you to doing something, something you like it, something uh, you wish to do for people. But I mean, here in London, we'll come back to so there is more opportunity to help other, also to run your own business or to succeed. So I find it interesting that you grew up in Syria and you were in Damascus and you said, you know, when you went to Damascus, you were freelancing. So you were already studying journalism. You were already getting emerged in this space. And it's interesting because like you said, in Syria, there isn't that freedom of expression. So, you know, what really inspired you to take this route of being a journalist? Um, yeah, I, when I graduated f- from secondary school, so this was no more option for me as a court from Syria. So, but I find my media and journalism might be is, is a way to express, to defend my right as a court and also to defend the human right of people of the Syria in general. So, and also to express myself as a young people court. And then um, I love writing, I love uh, media, I love to report. That's why is even it was like tough to study. It was like I'd find myself a journalist trying to write something I believe it, but it's not always uh, possible in Syria because of regime, because of um, security, so you can't write what you think, uh, what you believe. But this was a, a bit like difficult for me as, a, as young people. So you were a journalist and broadcaster for many years. Why did you decide to make the jump to start your own online magazine? Um, yeah, when I was a child, I love uh, colors. I love design. But when I studied print media and then work with uh, private magazines, so that was like back to like 15 years ago. So always is it was in my mind to, to create my own uh, magazine. But because what happened in the last few years of they closed down many print magazines, many print media, so I decided to run uh, digital security online. And then in general, what, what's going on in, in, in world? So uh, um, that also they motivate me to, to learn more about the online uh, media. And then as a result of this, so I, I study digital media management in London. This course has helped me a lot to improve my skills and then to learn more about about publishing, about uh, uh, digital media. So that idea is always my mind. That's why I decide, uh, yes, this is time. I should sit down. I should publish my own magazine. It's been like 
maybe two years this idea but um i reached a point i said okay uh no more so i have to publish as soon as possible my magazine at least just have a basic website and then maybe later on to turn to a pdf and digital and publish produce digital version of magazine it is always goals to to move on to produce something quality something people they believe it's something you think you can produce you believe yourself that's why it was like challenge for me so um after graduation, after studying in London, after work at BBC, for example, and many news organizations. So I said, okay, this is time to run my own, publish my own magazine. So you started Caraval Magazine, which is a not-for-profit magazine that shares culture and art from the Middle East. Yes. Talk to me about why you decided to have this focus area. Is this something that you saw this culture piece missing from the London area? I mean, um, since Arab Spring in 10, 11 years ago, it was much more focusing on war, war and conflict in Middle East and North Africa, say about extremists, about the fighting conflict. If you watch on TV, if you're reading newspaper, you will see all this war and blood and then a number of people killing and dying. Um, so um, I find out there is something else in, in Middle East and North Africa. So um, I find there is culture there. So why not talking about the human side of like Syria, for example, or why not talk about the food in Morocco or something about the heritage in Syria or in Iraq or in Libya, for example. I'm not promoting, but at the same time, I would love to share what I believe. There is something nice, something beautiful in, in North Africa, for example, in Syria. And also, it's been like few years and more interesting culture, heritage. Um, I love art. I love to um, read about culture, different culture. I'm also been interested about food. So it's a good idea to bring uh, different aspects of the people in Middle East and North Africa country. And the show, there is something else going on there. We must show the other people, the other cultures there is. That is idea. Also, is because of I'm not seeing much people talking about uh, heritage, so and 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 art from North Africa and Middle East. So I find this maybe there's opportunity for me to start and to create a platform and to express and to open opportunity also for people from there to talk, to write, to share their ideas with others. And also to link, so it's about bridge, how, how we link west and east and north and south, for example. This is a very small idea about the bridging, about them linking different cultures and nationality. I love that idea of bridging and linking cultures. I'm in the U.S. and I do feel like Anything that I hear about the Middle East or Syria is normally negative. And like you said, there's war, there's blood, it's these negative concepts. And I love that you've created this magazine to show all of the good that happens in Syria, all of the good in the Middle East and really showcase the culture and how people live. So I can really appreciate what you're trying to do. That's great. So when you grew up, when you were growing up in Syria, were there a lot of entrepreneurs or small business owners around you? Is that something that you saw as a career path? Um, 
unfortunately, like as a Syria, so um, there is no more opportunity for young people. So we, if we talking about the small business or private business, so because of the regime, so everything should be under control. As a young people, I can't decide to open my business or to create something like it without any permission, without any like paperwork from security. That's why we couldn't find our way to express, to create our own business. So unfortunately, there is no entrepreneur like example nine, 10 years ago. But in the last few years, I can't hear a lot of people. They are publishing their own business. They are creating something nice because of some like help from uh, some uh, international organization, some programs, some courses. So people, they know more about they are aware about businesses and then about technology. Also, it wasn't available, many things in Syria. If we're talking about technology, about tools, about the internet. So um, that is why any business should require like technical, for example, or requires more knowledge about the business. Uh, do you need the marketing? So that's why people, they uh, frustrated. So, and um, people now struggling because of this, because of regime tried to control everything. So they didn't help. They didn't allow people to create something for themselves. That's why now people that are suffering, they are facing many problems. Yeah. So I know that you went through the GoDaddy Impact Hub New Roots program. Can you talk to me a little bit about starting your business, why you came to the program, and what were some of your takeaways from it? Yeah. Um, as I said, my magazine is two years ago. It's three years ago. So it was idea always to establish magazine. I don't know how to publish, how to start, from where. So um, I have my idea. I have my business idea. I have like 50, 60% idea what I'm going to do exactly. What's my goals? Uh, what I'm going to publish? But I need some people. I need some professional people to help me. Someone has more experience to mention my job, my work, my plan. Um, I found the programs Neurods through uh, Impact Hub in London. And then um, I thought, okay, that's might be opportunity for me to enter. And maybe I would find interesting people that might help me to grow my business. Maybe they give me some knowledge, um, at least some uh, tips to uh, to run my own business. So um, sometime I was thinking, okay, this is my, my magazine is not business. Culture is not business. So I'm not selling anything. So it is my business or not. Um, I'm a social enterprise. So I'm a like business. I'm a, like promoting culture. I'm talking about culture. I'm selling art. What I'm going to do? So um, it was like many ideas, but through the new routes, through mentoring, through program and knowledge and courses and meeting uh, professional people from there, and also through a workshop. So we used to like have a monthly workshop about uh, marketing, about social media, about the Google's, about everything related to business. So. Um, Time by time, I, um, I, um, I met people, professional people there, and also from people from GoDaddy, especially the technical issues about the website. They helped me establish a uh, website. So I, I start to build my website and then also to, to create a social media platforms, like Facebook, Twitter, 
and also Instagram. Um, and also they, they encourage me to, to establish just as a basic platform website and then maybe time by time they will grow. So once I finish from New Roads program, I get f- at least like full idea. What's my plan? What's I'm going to do next year? But always that is question. So am I doing business or do I'm doing culture or art? This is culture art. Always they ask me, no, you can do what you want. So they always they encourage me so um, to do uh, what I believe, what I want to create. So I'm glad we, we connected with a very professional people. So talk to me a little bit about, I mean, we know in any journey, but in any entrepreneurial journey, there's setbacks that individuals face. It sounds like you have a great network now that you can work with when you're having some of those setbacks. But talk to me a little bit about the setbacks that you faced in this journey, you know, starting your magazine three years ago to now you're moving to this digital space. I mean, as I said, so we, as a young people, um, as a young man, I live in London, very expensive city. So I'm a journalist. So I'm working sometime full time. I'm working sometime part time. But at the same time, I have to pay my rent. I have to pay my expensive. So that's why um, sometimes I have to leave my magazine and then to work something else. Sometimes will take two, three weeks, sometimes a month. It happens sometimes will take like a few months. I couldn't develop anything from magazine because I wasn't believed. So that magazine would be my really my project would be really something um, maybe I get money or maybe I can have get income from this magazine maybe it will be my future business it's been a year um, I set up the websites and I create and been working on it it's been a few months I create a social media I'm very active now and also I'm trying to find a way to work with universities try to find the work with non-profit organization. It's been two months. Um, I'm working on to create the digital version of magazine. So now I'm in process to to publish my first version of the magazine. So hopefully it will be published soon as possible, hopefully next week. So um, yeah, it is like even now to do more than magazine, to be like platform, to do some like run some event, organize some like art exhibition, like a concert, music concert. And also to provide the other services related to art and culture from Middle East and North Africa. For example, there has I've been talking to some university. They are they are working on heritage in Middle East, for example, and they are very keen to know more about about the magazine, about the heritage, about what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to publish. I feel there is more need to to highlight the heritage from um, Middle East specific in heritage from Syria, from from Yemen, from from Iraq, the country that have been affected by war. It sounds like there's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, one, so just highlighting that Caraval Magazine is a nonprofit, it sounds like your plan is to continue having it be a nonprofit and that there's just a lot of opportunity there for growth with sponsorships, like you said, partnerships with different universities to help educate students on this cultural history of the Middle East. You talked about concerts and art shows and things like that. So it sounds like you have some big dreams and a lot of opportunity with your business. Um, it, it, it is big dream, but... Um, big, big dreams are good. 
Yes, I mean it's good always to have a challenge to have something you you love it. So um, especially when you live in London, like definitely um, like 10, 11 million people and a international city and the multicultural cities. There is new things every day. So why not me? My why not my magazine? Why not uh, my services? Why I'm not also part of the cis society, part of this culture. So um yeah, so I mean people's been last after Arab Spring more interesting uh, about culture, about art, about heritage from Middle East and North Africa. So they are love food, they love music, they love art, they love exhibitions. Um since I'm here in London, I have Wi-Fi, I have a um, internet, so I have my laptop, so I have my knowledge, so I have a idea. Uh, why not? So that's why I love what I'm doing. I believe I'm going to, in the next few months, to bring other people uh, to work with the magazine, uh, also to work with um, some uh, news organization, also with some galleries. This idea also to to promote like arts from Middle East and North Africa through some gallery in London. So you're doing a ton and you have a lot of inspirational things that are coming up. Do you have role models that you're looking up to? Are there journalists or business owners that you sort of follow that inspire you? Mm, it was like always about New York Times, um, Guardian. And also it was like, um, there is a magazine called Thunder, uh, I think by Guy, he based in, I think, Canada, maybe. Um, so always um, I used to watch his... Uh, YouTube and when he started as a he himself uh, as a publisher as uh, he started uh, this magazine um, also I can't see a lot of newspaper they are closing down but they're going to digital as a model yes um, I see a lot of uh, platform and they they're using storytelling they're using digital they're using human stories so hum, uh, element human element so also, some magazine like Apollo magazine. So um, I like it. So um, hopefully, will in future be something yet yeah, produce something very quality. Okay. So I mean, there's so much happening in our world all the time, but right now there's so much happening with COVID nineteen and with civil unrest. You know, how do you stay positive and resilient during tough times? Um, yeah, that is a good question. Um, to be honest, as you said, a very tough time, not for me, uh, imagine for millions of people. We don't know how we're going to deal with these issues. Is, um, people just were just, just, just watching, just waiting for something happened. As I said, as a young man, as a journalist, so, um, I also volunteering. So I'm a, uh, I signed for NHS to be volunteer. So I, um, as, at least as a human, I can't offer something for, yeah, for, for this country. So, and also I'm a volunteer with refugee. Uh, so I've been running, um, a project for refugee like six, seven years ago. I'm still working on refugee. I'm still uh, helping. I'm still contacting refugees during this time. And also, um, I try to learn something new. So I've discovered there's something, some new skills. So I learn. Some courses from Google, for example, digital marketing, and uh, refresh my knowledge, and also doing editing through um, basic software like iMovie, 
uh, also practicing and taking some photo and then using my camera. So also, and also been doing uh, creative. So be, be doing something, uh, I never thought about it. And also writing. So I'm, uh, I start to write stories and also, uh, I start to write in Arabic as well and send to some news uh, organizations and newspapers also to, to listen to the story to other peoples. So also they just encourage you uh, to be positive. And it is a hard time, but I mean, we have to be strong enough. And to be positive, we have to help others. We have to be connected with other people when they need help. We believe so this is something might be finished soon, but at least we will be positive. So that's why it was our uh, hope to target these issues. My name is Suleiman Otman. I'm a founder of Caravel Magazine. I made my business in London, United Kingdom. Suleiman's story inspires me because of the barriers he's faced and how he now works to break down those barriers for others and bring awareness to different cultures. Suleiman has a lot of plans to expand his business, and I am personally excited to follow his journey, and I hope you are too. That's it for today's show. We'll catch you all again with a brand new episode next week. This podcast is powered by GoDaddy and made with the help of our producers at Human Group Media. 